Hello and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. I'm Darren. Today we are going to talk about a game called Lumino City, which I think you kept wanting to call Luminosity. Luminosity, Lumino City, yep. Which is the play on words for the name. And the character is called like Lumi. Lumi, yeah. The play on words, I guess Luminosity is the measure of electromagnetic power, sort of, that comes from solar locations. The brightness of something, yep. Mm -hmm. Dev and Pub, State of Play Games, released in December of 2014. I didn't see recent reviews, but all reviews, very positive, and I think there are close to 500 of them. It's only $13 at base, which kind of surprised me. Yeah, I, I picked this up on uh, mobile first, back in the day when I had a really bad laptop that didn't run anything, and so I was playing a lot of games on my tab. I think I picked up for about five bucks. You did not, however, finish it in those days. No, I don't, and I don't know why. I don't know why, but m maybe I ended up getting a, a PC or something like that, or I, I bought a new laptop or something like that, and I could play better games. Not better games, that's a, that's a bad way to say it. I could play more powerful games, you know, and I got into, like, you know, uh, FPS games or something like that, and then I just, I just dropped it. Like, I bought um, Moncage as well recently on, 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 on the uh, mobile. I've still never finished that either. You bought it on mobile? You didn't buy it on Steam? No. No, it's much cheaper on mobile, and it's more of a mobile game, to be honest. Okay. It's got more of a tactile kind of feel to it. What I didn't know about Lumino City, and probably if I'd read the review a bit more, I would have... It's a point-and-click game. Right. Something about the art and the way they did things, I didn't think it was going to be. I thought that I'd have to use the controller to move around. Ah, uh, okay. But no, point-and-click, and very good for point-and-click. Like, they knew what they were doing as far as, this is a point-and-click game, what can we get away with, what can't we? There were definitely some times where I had issues, but that's pretty much true of any point-and-click game. Yeah, I had a few bugs where I would, like be clicking on something and then I would just magically disappear and then reappear where I was where I clicked on, even though it was an impossible place to get to. I had a huge bug as well. We'll get into that uh, one when we actually get to it. As far as the games look, it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's absolutely amazing. That is basically what sold me on it. I didn't even really look much at the review because I knew I wanted to play it based on the look alone. Mm -hmm. Physical sets with an animated sprite, an animated character that goes through and does everything is fantastic. Yeah, they made a documentary of the making of and they showed you the, the actual model that they've built. And it's just incredible because it's, it's all one big set that you that they had in the middle of a room and they pan a camera around physically. It's, it's one giant model. That has very interesting. I didn't suspect that. What I thought was they made one smaller model that looked like the whole thing and then they made each like set details. piece. Yeah, no, it's a giant. It's a giant model. Pretty cool. I recommend it. I recommend that. Uh, it's like a fifteen-minute making of. I definitely want to. There are some things. I'm just curious. What did they make that out of? Because I get the impression that some of those things are not, you know, necessarily made from scratch. They're made from used things that they're repurposing. And I love that. I love that okay. style of art. I love using that to create a world. And it just is pretty and cute and functional many times. You can see that they put a lot of thought into how things should work. Right. Minus the fact that nobody has a bathroom. There's one section in particular 
where I was thinking, hmm, I don't think this would ever work in real world, but I like it in this kind of fantasy fun world. Mm -hmm. As far as puzzles, most of them are adventure game style, and I like. There are a few that I did not like. We will get into those when we go through the spoiler section. Overall, though, I thought there were some clever puzzles, and it was just a really fun game to play. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad to have, have uh, finally got back around and finished it. How long to beat has it at about five hours, but it was more like seven and a half for me. I don't know what my, what my final play to, but the thing is I played about, I probably played about 60, 70% of it on mobile. So I flew through the beginning again. So I've, I've got about five hours, but you probably are at five hours. Yeah, I'm at five. Yeah. My time can also not be totally trusted because there was 20 minutes, I think where you and I were sending messages back and forth where I kind of left it running, but I didn't stop. But I think because I used a walkthrough for a couple of the puzzles, that's it, it actually could have been a bit longer because mm. there were a couple of puzzles where I could have been there. It felt like I could be there all day. Right. And I was losing the fun factor, which is when I go, okay, it's time for a walkthrough. Mm -hmm. I will try and try. But when it stops being fun, I'm either going to stop playing or I just use this to get me through the hurdle and then move on. Right. It's a beautiful game. It's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. I do think, though, I mean, our typical thing is a dollar per hour. This won't hit that. No. But it's going to go on sale. It's eight years old at this point. Yeah. And, I mean, you are paying for a really amazing set design and stuff like that. So, it's like, it's, it's worth it, I think. Yeah. I definitely think it's worth it just for our cheap mentality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it is worth it. I don't think you're going to feel cheated. It's an indie game that starts at $13. That's great. Yep. With that, though, I think it's probably time to go ahead and really start talking about the game. So, if you have not played Lumino City, we both recommend it. And if you don't want any spoilers, it's time for you to go play and come back because we're about to head into the spoiler section. The menu screen is incredibly simple. You have the beautiful shot of what you're telling me now is the full city, mm -hmm. but there's only one option, play. <laughs> <laughs> now, after you've started the game, you will get the option to start other games. So the first one will say continue and then new game. So right. you could have more than one person playing at a time. Yeah, it's like four save slots, aren't there? Which I think is very important. I think with this kind of game, you want to have that. You'll have a couple or you'll have a dad and some kids playing who are going to be at different places. Right. You know, maybe they all want to play at the same time-ish. So I always feel like you should have more than one save slot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think especially for a game that I'm not sure if it came out on the mobile market first uh, um, I'm really not sure about that at all, but especially with with that, yeah, I maybe would, would be playing it with my daughter. We'd get stuck. I'd have my own save slot that I can go forward and then get through the puzzle, and then we can play again together. Now that I've solved that kind of thing, you know, that, that's that's great. We're gonna start off in Granddad's house, and most of this section looks similar to blueprints, except they're not blue. We have right, lots of yeah. design. <laughs> it's a triangle with just a door. It's it almost like enter. a game blueprint, isn't it? It's like it's like a, it's like they've designed the the setup. Yeah, for the game. Granddad says, "Have I got a story for you? Go make a cup of tea." <laughs> yeah. 
which you must have appreciated. I did, yes. Lumi listens to Grandad a bit, and then we get into the tutorial, where we have to go down the stairs and drag the tea bag into the teapot. And then uh, there's also, what I loved about this too, is there's opening credits happening at the same time. Mm. So for each bit of dialogue, each bit you're moving, you're getting another bit of opening credits. And that's fine. I honestly think for this kind of game, opening credits are great. And especially when you can make it fit in and as part of the play. It doesn't even interfere with the visuals of the game at all. It's just like just there as part of the background almost. It's under the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> After we've dragged that teabag over, we hear a crash. Something happened to Grandad. We're going to have a bag at Lumi's side. That's going to be our inventory. You click on it and you can see everything you need. A good thing about that is it never, even though it's very adventure game style inventory kind of puzzles, it never fills up. I think at the most point you've got five items in the bag. Sometimes they even double up. Like later there's a point with hammer and nails where yeah. they just become part of the same inventory slot. Yeah. Let me ask you about the book. Mm -hmm. How much did you look at the book? Granddad's book that he leaves behind. Yeah, the handy the handy manual. Yeah. Um, zero. <laughs> but well, you looked at it once. You I, must have. I looked at it in the... When I got it on the mobile version... I definitely looked it up, and I liked and I liked the the way that they've designed the manual is that it's they've made it a puzzle to find the page of the hint that you need. So when you're looking for a hint, you can't just flick to the page. It's not like every puzzle is in order. You have to do a little math problem to find the page that you're looking for because there's like 800 pages in the book. Well, and one thing I do remember is from the mobile version, you can it's really it's really well done because you put your finger on the book and you just go. And you can thumb through the whole thing page by page, but really, really quickly. It doesn't work so well when you're pointing and clicking on the on the computer. No. And I think that's part of the reason I didn't mess around with it much. I looked at it, went, well, that's pretty. The front page, I didn't realize it was a hint system at all. I thought it was an Easter egg of some sort. Oh, no. It's like, I think every puzzle in the game is listed. And then you do a math puzzle. And then you go along the, th the thing and you go to page 792 for the lemon puzzle or something like that, you know? You click on that and then it'll tell you, like, it'll give you a, a bunch of hints to help you solve that puzzle. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's oh, what it is. oh, I wonder if I had figured that out, if that would have helped me through a couple of times. Instead of doing a walkthrough, I could have done that. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I should have told you that, but I didn't check it this time because I'd solved most of them. And then when I did go and check it, I was like, I can't really use this book very well because it just doesn't, you can't flick through the pages as easily as you can on mobile. Um, so I didn't use it at all this time. Well, you know what you could have done? You could have had the mobile one sitting there <laughs> just to just have your own personal inventory book. Right. And then, yeah, just play the game on computer. Yeah, that would have been a good idea. I love the way they use speech bubbles in this game mm -hmm. for the dialogue. The one thing I would like, though, is I would actually rather they wait for me to click on it to move. Right. Because the speech sometimes was happening a little bit fast, or sometimes I was looking somewhere else, or I mean, I was playing it for this podcast, so occasionally I was writing notes and didn't realize people were already talking. Right. Ooh, I better I better pay attention quickly. That bothered me a little bit. I missed a lot of things where I was like, because because I mean, the game is absolutely gorgeous, and so you're looking around, and then you see a little 
speech bubble kind of disappear. You know, oh, oh, I should have been looking over there. Well, what did they just say? I've just missed it. And sometimes it's even it's, it might even be a hint because it'll tell you what's what she's looking at in the thing. Yeah, well, okay. Most of the important stuff, though, if you talk to that person again, they will tell They'll, you what they yeah, need. Yeah, that's true. From here, though, we're going to leave what I refer to as the blueprint style to our 3D world that's been made physically as a real object and then the game is sort of animated over it. Yeah, I love that when you come into that first area where it's like stairs lead up to the city, but they're all broken, but it's drawn and then the real image just kind of fades in and it's like you realize it's like, oh, this is a whole set. Yeah, it's beautiful, amazing. Fun little simple puzzle, grab a stick so that you can hop up onto the box, hang on the hook, and ring a bell so that it will call you up. Mm -hmm. And here's where you really get your first, oh, wow, because there's this whole gate, a gatehouse, this whole building with more behind it, yep. which I think is one of the real benefits to making the sets this way. And as you said, all together, because you can sort of see what's ahead right. and it adds a real depth to the world. And also, and this is the thing, I didn't realize they did it all as one. I really like how they show you where things are in the world, how they are in relation to something maybe you have already done. I thought they were adding those to give you an idea of where they've been. And it gave a real sense of this world really exists. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of times in video games where, I mean, you can do whatever you want with the map. It's basically like that magic door in Labyrinth where you open it one way and it's a broom closet. You open the other way and it's a way out. I don't really know where I am in most video games in relation to where I've been. And it doesn't really matter except for in some things like, you know, Metroid, the old Metroid games. Mm -hmm. You have to know where to get through. So, you know, Metroidvania is important for those. Or open world exploration. Yeah, some things like that it might be. But for a lot of games, yeah, doesn't really matter. And point and click doesn't really matter. I mean, think back to when we did Grim Fandango. You basically just, each level is a whole new location. I think trying to know where you've been previously in Grim Fandango with all those weird camera angles would be impossible anyway. Even within a couple. That yeah. garage was <laughs> very confusing. Yeah. So when I was playing this, I was just amazed. Oh, yeah, there is that bit I just did or... Oh, I can just see what I'm going to do there. And to have it all connected, making it feel like a real world, well, it is. And so it may just be a byproduct of the fact that they chose to make it this way, but it really added something special for me. Because even if you if we talk about what happens at the end credits, it shows you the line of the map that they go through the whole thing, isn't? Yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's, it's genius. It's really good. The power is going to go out, which is going to irritate the gate guard. Watching his horse racing or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so we have to go around and collect lemons, mm -hmm. which we are going to use as... Is it a battery or just a conduit? It's a circuit. Yeah, circuit boards. We're using it to yeah create a circuit board. <laughs> and you can poke the lemon through and then rotate the lemon around to be the right position mm -hmm. 
one of the tricks I found was rotating it to the right position and then moving it to where I actually wanted it to go. Yeah, that's why I did it. It would be too hard otherwise. Yeah, because you rotate it around and then it's like it's only it's only going through one of the spikes. It's like, oh, I've got to reposition that. Yeah, a lot of repositioning, but it worked. And it was just kind of silly and funny. It's like, oh, I've got one left over. I wonder if that'll <laughs> come in handy. <laughs> I know it will. Yep. And how many times am I going to try it when I'm <laughs> stuck? <laughs> Maybe a lemon will help. <laughs> help me dig for potatoes yeah, with, with a lemon. <laughs> Maybe I can throw the lemon at this guy and he'll give me what I want. I did at one point, the burger guy later. Like Maybe if I give him this, he can season with the lemon instead of sense. these 50 pounds of salt. Still don't really understand how I solved that one, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. We then have a puzzle that did stump me for a couple minutes because I could see kind of what I needed to do. You get up to the top, there's an antenna, but I couldn't figure out how to make it bend. Mm. Yeah, because she says, oh, I can't bend this much. She tries to bend it and she can't, yeah. I also found the button that would lower the hook. And I was like, well, I don't need that anymore. I don't think I need to go back down there. And that is one thing. Early on, I wasn't sure if I was going to have to keep going back to earlier parts. Mm. But the game very clearly tells you in a speech bubble, I believe, I don't need to go back there. Yeah. Which is good. Thank you you for just telling me. (laughs) And you conveniently drop items that you don't need anymore. Yes. That's very point and click style. And I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. If I'm done with it. Let it go away so I don't have to worry about it. Clogging up my inventory, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, clogging up my inventory is more a problem because I'm going to try it on absolutely everything if I still have it. But no, it's a fun little get the hook onto the antenna, pull it back, stand there. And Lumi often says, well, this is another one of my great ideas. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to launch herself over the rusty gate into the, I don't know, bandstand, gazebo area. Beautiful area. Yeah. With lots of things going on. You've got the two people who are talking to each other. You get to go up and talk to the mayor who has many cats. Who knows our granddad, who we're going to find out through dialogue, is the handyman of the whole city. Yeah. Everybody seems to think he's very clever. She says, oh, well, you need to do something with the bandstand and the stairs Mm. but i'm not sure what my memory's going i don't know how to help (laughs) you so you're gonna head downstairs and you have a gear puzzle which is basically just trial and error yeah just we've done these puzzles a hundred times already it looks good though looks great yeah every puzzle in this game looks looks great they don't all play great (laughs) but this one this one is yeah so the only thing that i think makes this this one different is that each gear has an arrow of the direction that it's got to be turning in, doesn't it? And so that's Does it though, because I saw that and I've seen that before. Like we've definitely played other games where that is part of the mechanic. This one, maybe that is. I just didn't really feel like it was. My thing was more, how big is it? Mm. If it's too big compared to the one next to it, it's just going to fall off. Yeah. And you have to use and you have to use all the cogs as well because you can get to the other side and spin the wheel, but that's not enough power. You need like to light up all those green bars for this one. That's not a problem for the other gear puzzle, but yeah, mm. for this one, 
I had done the same. I got it. No. Oh, but I guess I need those two as well. I don't know why having more gears would power it up more. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> let's not question game logic and let's move on. Great. Yeah. So you've got that and then you get outside and it's a pretty straightforward matching puzzle at this point. Matching the colors. Though I thought I had it once and I was very annoyed and I don't know what happened. But I must have been off and it was very close because yeah. when I did it again, done. Yeah. If you leave, I believe if you leave the area, it does reset. So you have to start over from the beginning again, mm -hmm. which will create a set of stairs. Yep. Boom, boom, boom. Up to the next level. Up to the photographer's place. Yes. Which, wow, this one, it looks great, but also I was really bumbling around at first <laughs> in this one. <laughs> Why does this thing keep taking pictures of me? Yeah. Thank goodness it didn't print the 40 pictures of me that <laughs> I was trying to get in with. You get into the photographer's house. The photographer is saying all his pictures, his inventory have been ransacked and rearranged. I can't wait until I get the guy who did this to me. Mm -hmm. and so then you have to go into the dark room. She says, like Lumi will say, oh, grandfather said all the lights need to be red. Yeah. I don't know why you'd have this many <laughs> lights yeah, exactly. in a dark room. But when you only have two rooms in the house, yeah, maybe you use this for something else as well. Yeah. But with every single shade oh, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> of uh, color on the windows, it's like stained glass up there. Did you have any trouble with this puzzle? No, no. I mean, the... Labeling the bottles was fun enough. It was it was easy enough. Took me a little while, and yeah. it really set me into the mindset with this game. They do this a few times. Well, you're going to have to match it up, and it's not going to be easy. Mm. We're not going to make it a picture of a horse, and you have to, oh, here's the leg, here's the head. Right, right. These are labels, all different parts, different colors, but maybe there's one line that matches up. Right. Or you have to find the right shape to fit. And they will stick even if it's in the wrong place. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like <laughs> it'll give you a hint that way. But then I remember, I do remember playing this on mobile uh, for the first time. And the labels was fine. But knowing what to pour into the sink, which is made of paper, <laughs> which is odd because <laughs> it's a cardboard box, but you fill it with liquid. Um, but... I had a big problem. And then this time I was like, oh, it's right there. The code is literally right in front of you. It's like the four circles with the green and then one black circle. Right. That's right on the on the labels of the balls, idiot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you had trouble with that yeah. one. My trouble more came with the lights because I didn't understand the lock symbols. Ah, okay. I thought that just meant, oh, yeah, these are locked in place. And so I'm bumbling around mm. going up. If I could just get this one to right. adjust, I can always get it just within one. And we've done so many of these puzzles before. Yeah. I'm not a fan of these kind of, kinds of puzzles. I know. And that is the thing. I'm not either. And so in my head, I was thinking I must just be messing it up because I always have trouble with this kind of puzzle. Once I realized that I could switch the lock over, mm -hmm. it was seconds right right yeah because <laughs> it would be impossible just by doing it on that left side yeah you can't do it on only one side right once i had that though great done now you can 
print and develop each picture. Oh, that's me. That's the guy who lives here. Oh, that's granddad. What was he doing here? Right. But uh, because you have that, the man gives you the key to get to the next part, I believe. You hold up... You... you hold up grandpa's picture to the camera and it opens the door because it's a recognition system. That's right. But flawed if you could just hold up a picture and get through. (laughs) And that's going to take us then up to a place with many ladders and a huge crane. Yeah, yeah. This one was fun because you have to interact with the people. Yeah, they've all got little quests. Some guy needs a can opener. One guy wants a bun or some recognition from the baker that he's helped him out. Yeah. So you can talk to the baker, get the bun, give that to that guy, so that guy will go up. You've got the woman who's angry at her neighbor for making all the banging noise, so you just need to go back and forth between them. And she says, well, I've loaned him stuff before and lost it. And the guy says, oh, yeah, that is kind of on me, because from up here, once you drop it, it's gone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's... That's part of the problem of living up so high. But go back and forth between them and you get that. I forget how we get the baker. It's some sort of weird inventory cake puzzle, isn't it's it? A, yeah, it's like a pattern kind of solving thing. You get, you get, It's basically like find the odd one out in the pattern. Which took me a while. And you could just click on every one yeah. until you get it. But the reason we need them is because we need sort of the backup engine. And it needs the weight of four people, apparently. To power up the crane so we can move the dome over a hole to protect the people from the rain that's about to happen. Worst crane ever. (laughs) (laughs) Who who invented that? Really awkward controls. Yeah. I, yeah, I just fumbled my way through it. And I didn't like the design of it. It's like, I I get it's a puzzle, so it has to be awkward. But stop making me... I have to click everyone back onto it. It only lasts for about five or six seconds before it switches off again. Just leave the people leave hanging. It on. Yeah. yeah. That was annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. That would be my suggestion as well. Yeah. Once that's through, then the construction worker gets out of our way. We can go down into a room full of darkness and a shaft of light and some mirrors. And we have to light up each room which took me a few tries to get right. Yeah, it's a bit awkward at points. But I love the jumping around on a bungee cord to get to each one and then bouncing back. It actually looked pretty well. It actually played pretty well. It's just some of the mirrors, I wasn't quite sure what they were supposed to be doing. There is a good indicator of, I think there's a little blue line where the light should go through. Mm -hmm. But I still at first was a bit bumbling around is what it felt like. Yeah, the angle on the mirrors doesn't seem to match the reflection either. So it was a lot of trial and error error for me, really. Get that though, and I love this. The light into the rooms actually shows you the artwork, which gives you the code you need for the door. That felt really clever to me. Mm. And I really enjoyed that. Get through that door, boom. What feels like a completely new area. This is the area with the Ferris wheel and <laughs> that they use for washing clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to use a Ferris wheel to do my laundry. <laughs> You're going to be able to get into a room with a bicycle generator. I struggled with this for a little bit just because I was trying it. Water would come up. 
and then I'd leave. I think the idea is you have to stay long enough so that it just starts running on its own. Yeah, you pedal the bike, and it, it, the bike is basically lifting up um, water out of a lake or something like that, and then some electric eels, and then once you've filled that up, then you can get off of it. Then, because the Ferris wheel is moving, a string has gotten loose, you can go down, talk to a woman who won't let you get through her house to the next part, Yeah, because she's angry at her husband, who promised to play her a song that he played back 20 years ago or whatever, and so we have to go talk to the husband who has no trousers. Yes. But knows how to play guitar, but he can't teach us until, of course, we get him the trousers. Yeah. I just, as soon as I saw this guy, I was just like, have they modeled this, this character after Billy Conley? You know, he's just like <laughs> this Scottish guy with a big beard that plays music and has no trousers. <laughs> get the spanner from down here so that you can alter the water you can switch off basically. switch it off yeah. because Lumi won't climb if water is happening i guess yeah and then you have to climb on the ferris wheel and not easy i really hated this part yeah because i kept on going round and then landed on the ground again because i couldn't get in quick enough yeah and at one point i don't know where it is i'm pretty sure it was on this one but there was one point where i clicked on something and then i just boop, i popped over somewhere else and i was like Oh, I've solved the puzzle now because now I can't fall down in the ground. It's just, it was there's, weird. I believe there is a start point that is closer to the center, mm -hmm. which didn't highlight ever for me. And that is what stopped me mm -hmm. for a long time. I just don't think there's any way. Maybe somebody who's faster than me can do it. But I kept trying from different points on the outside. And I just never seemed to be able to get inside fast enough to get to the point where I wouldn't just stand on the ground again. Right. And then you have to go back out again. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It doesn't just, you can't just jump down. Right. Just let me get out of here now. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's taken me long enough. It's been so frustrating to get onto this thing. Let me get out of here. It looks good, but it's, that's all it is. It looks pretty. It doesn't play pretty. You head down and now you've got to help play a song because Apparently, the man says his fingers just aren't as nimble as they used to be. <laughs> but he can teach us how to play the song. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you feel about this one? I like this. I like this. Again, this was much easier on the tab. Because you just, you're basically playing a guitar, you know? You're just clicking it with your fingers. But this, with a pointer, is much harder. It's definitely much harder to keep on rhythm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it does not sound pretty the mm -hmm. way I played it. Luckily, it doesn't matter. Yeah. This is not a rhythm. It's just a pattern. And I know he said, oh, we're going to play each part and then we'll play it all together. And I should have just written it down, but I didn't mm -hmm. because I thought for some reason it wouldn't be so annoying. Oh, but it was <laughs> <laughs> because I could remember parts, but not the whole thing. And as soon as you make one mistake on that final one, start over again. But don't you just have to start the section again? You don't have to start from the very start. As you're learning the song, but at the end, you have to play the song all in one go. Oh, do you? Oh, I didn't notice. You do each section. He'll be like, okay, here's the first section. Now here's the second section. At the end, you do have to play all the way through. Break for each section, so you just need to focus on each section. But if you make any mistake along the way, back to section one again. Mm. And since I didn't write it down the first time, 
Well, this time now, if I don't remember that section, I just make a mistake so that he will show me the answer and then I write it down. But there are so many times I just messed up. One of the problems was my notation because I was doing it by color. Okay. There's yellow, green, red, and two white. And <laughs> actually, I think there's three whites. So there's like a lower white, an upper white, and a middle white. That's right. I think at first I was trying to just... Middle white was just W. Okay. <laughs> but then I would just go for the one I saw and oftentimes choosing the wrong one and oh, back to the beginning again. The guitar looks real, that little circle of mm -hmm. guitar... They used real guitar strings, I think. Yep. I love that. I love the fact that after you finish, the guy says, oh, I'm going to noodle around for a bit. You can jam with me if you want, and you can try to play something if you want. He even has three different tunes to play around with. Mm -hmm. So he's looping, and you can play around if you want. Did you play around? I did a little bit, yeah. I had a little jam session with him. I figured as much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did for a minute, but even when I knew the song, with pointing with the cursor, the rhythm was just often sounds bad. So right. Why would I want to keep doing that? The woman will now let you through, and you're on to the next part. You have a guy with a bike. There's a tire that has many holes in it. I didn't like this part. <laughs> The concept is simple. You know what you're doing. Yeah. You have to turn the patches around. There are just so many holes. And what really got me about this one was the fact that when you're picking up the patch, it's bigger. And then you set it down and it's not covering what you just thought you'd covered. Don't even talk to me about that. That stupid solar panel puzzle, man, where everything's, it looks like that size, but it's gigantic or it's really, really small when you actually pick it up and put it down. I hate that puzzle. Did you have a problem with this puzzle? No. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go up and move a pipe so that you can launch yourself. Yeah, and the guy's like, my bike! <laughs> does he actually say that? No, but he does, like, put his hands up, like, what are you doing? I definitely put in my notes, uh, sorry about your bike, dude. That's gone. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, when you drop something, it's not coming back it's in, gone. in Lumino City. And that's probably all this guy has to do is ride around on his pipe all the time. So that's how he makes electricity because it looks like when you're dri driving around, the room inside kind of glows. Now we're up to... <sighs> we're up to the circle line, which I thought was very funny that they call it the circle line. Mm -hmm. There's a station. You have a rooftop allotment area. You've got the man who wait overseasons his burgers. Yep. You've got the, the captain. Yeah, the captain on the boat. And you've got the water tank. A lot here. And, and and you've got no fear of heights. Right. Because Lumi, uh, Lumi just doesn't care at all, man. She's braver than I would be. I both like and loathe this area. I love that there's... I love that there's so much here that is connected. This is the biggest area, I think, as far as going back and forth and what you can kind of play around with. I love going into the station and reading all the pamphlets about turning the fairest cars into homes and, oh, why don't we get this trendy one with the picket fences and everything? And then also the one that says, like, oh, it's got a lot of holes in it and problems. It's a good fixer-upper kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> the pamphlets were hilarious. I just loved reading through those. Yeah. And the idea of 
that's what this world is. Everybody sort of got stuck here and now they're making the best of it. Mm-hmm. The potato puzzle, I like the concept of it, but I didn't like the instructions. It needs a better start point than anything. I mean, from when you find the first one, it's fairly easy, but it's like go up and go across 14 steps. Like, well, where am I starting from? The other problem with that is a lot of the instructions are, I think, purposely vague to make you try a couple different ones. Turn at a right angle. Well, that's either way. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it can't be because there's not enough squares to go that far. But a lot of times there were. Mm -hmm. So I was digging in two places each time it felt. And that's not the way it should feel. You can just spam your way through this puzzle anyway. Just click, 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 click. I probably could have done it faster if I just done that. (laughs) Even if you're off by one, you oftentimes can sort of see the potato coming through. Yeah. Dig deep. Yeah, you have to click a lot of times. But I really love the fact that you need to put it in the bag and then go back down to nearly the beginning of the game again. To the fish and and chips guy. Oh, finally, I've got my potatoes. Here you go. Have your food. Yeah. Which you're going to take. And just the fact that you have it in your inventory, the seagull is going to come off the roof and follow you. Right. I like that. It's very obvious what you need to do with that one because when you click on the boat, you get the three images of what you need. And one is the bird up on Mm. that pole. Yeah, okay, I'll put the food up there. And the thing that got me, though, is I was a bit worried that I did it out of order. And maybe I needed the fish and chips to give to the woman in the bath or to the man at the grill in order to get salt. Like, oh, I need salt for this. Can you give me salt? But... No. How did you get the salt? Because I, every time <laughs> I clicked on it, it was like, oh, I'm watching you. And then all of a sudden, I just was kept on spamming it. And it was like, oh, now I've got it. Like, did you look away or something? Was there an animation I missed? I looked up a walkthrough part. This was definitely one that I needed a walkthrough part for. And I'm not exactly sure, but I watched a section in video. Okay. Because the walkthrough I found basically said, Get salt from the guy. And I was like, well, okay, that doesn't really help. I know that. (laughs) I know I need the salt. I think when the wife talks to him and says, are you over-seasoning the food? I think that's when he looks away. And that gives you the chance to grab it. Yeah. The thing that I really need to look up the walkthrough for, though, was the math puzzle. Yeah, I had a mini heart attack when I saw this. But then I honestly, I think I clicked. All I, all I tried to do was I just messed around with it randomly and moved a few things around. And then I was like, I just tried to get two in order. I, I can add that one up to 12. I can add that one up to 10. And then everything else just magically was in sync already. So I, I was easy. See, was, I was doing that too. I would have four that were right. Oh, really? And then find, oh, but this one is odd and there's no way it can be odd. They all have to total an even number. So oh, I was my. looking at it and very quickly going, odd, odd, odd. No, that's not going to work. So now I've got to, to do it again. I tried just taking one of the rings, I think the outermost ring that you can move, mm-hmm. putting that in place and just trying to readjust the two in the center one at a time. I just couldn't get it. There's the same number on each ring multiple times. So it could be that four, or it could be the four that's next to it, or it could be four on the other side, you know? So you've got three different ones to choose from. So that kind of must up the number of combinations. Even the solutions. 
because yeah. at the bottom you've got a few 12s, a few 10s. Yeah, eight, tw- eight, 12, 10s, one up. The one thing that could help you is, as I was saying, there are no odd numbers. So you can easily see, oh, if I've got one or three odd numbers in a row, that's not going to work. That's not how I solve that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that at all. <laughs> uh, I think that that's meant to help you, but it just didn't really. I feel like the puzzle would have been much better if you just had the solutions be the stationary one and the other numbers be the movable ones. Move, yeah. Because when you're starting with one, three, two, you can kind of go anywhere with those. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that it works the other way just because I don't normally see that, but it really felt like it made the puzzle much, much harder. When I had, say, the the walkthrough, all I did really is I watched as they put the innermost ring, the, the solutions, in place. So with that then you know, and the yeah, final one, I can then it. it was very quick. Yeah. I think there are just too many variables here for me to enjoy this puzzle. Mm-hmm. Put that together with the salt in the water. Now you have water pressure. So you're spraying salty water on the captain. Mm-hmm. You go into the boat, which is another part I need to walk through for because I didn't see the pink panel that you have to uh, open. Go down there and, oh, there are guys just sitting here waiting to row or something. Yep. But you need to put this map in order. It makes no sense. You're just connecting the oars from one side to the other. So I don't know what it is, but <laughs> it's, it's again, it's another puzzle we've probably seen a hundred times. So I enjoy it, though, in the fact that it's very easy to move the pieces around. Yep. This isn't a slide puzzle where you're stuck in those places. You can just swap them yeah, all around. totally freely. And just make the line match. Get out. Now the captain is awake. The boat is rocking. And <laughs> he's looking through his telescope the wrong way. Yeah. Drop anchor. We can now follow the anchor chain down. Mm. And I believe this takes us to the bubble area. Yeah. There is a man trying to catch carbon dioxide out of the air with his Bubble? Yeah. As you do. Their mission, as we find out from his co-worker that's hiding, is that they were meant to collect the carbon dioxide out of the air to help plants grow. Mm-hmm. Which is great. That would be lovely. Yeah. But you have to do a tidal pool puzzle to get the coin out. Yeah. Which is very similar to... The crane puzzle you didn't like, so I'm assuming this one also was a bit frustrating. It was, it was okay, but yeah, just like knowing what to press and how to get to that thing. I think, again, I think I just got it by accident. I kept getting it. Like one off. One off. <laughs> I had a real issue with the three pegged one later on up the ladder. Yeah, well, that would be the next one. You have to put your coin in and then you have your four buttons and you... Sort of just have to press them in the right order to get them to all be pressed down. Yeah, but the problem is it's not just like one of those ones where it's like you switch this one on and then two go off, you know, or it's like you push one in and two pop out. It's You had to push them. I think there was like three different stages of them going down or maybe even four. I I was stuck here for a long time, man. Here's one that I just sort of pushed a few and got it. Nah. Done. Well, <laughs> you got the math one and I got this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. 
that's going to give us a bubble, which we can go to the top. And here, anything where they use metal of any kind, I just love the way it looks in this Ooh, world. The way it, really it sticks out and it looks, yeah, it just looks good. You fill up the bubble from the helium tank. And I think this is even maybe the thumbnail that they use on the store page. Oh, really? Of Lumi flying over on the bubble to mm. the next section. The next section. Library. <laughs> We're trying to deal with the problem. We ordered books, but we only got one of each letter. So we have many copies of 26 books. <laughs> right, yeah. Did you go through all the books? Of course. <laughs> I probably should have at first. I went through the first column. Mm -hmm. Didn't find anything particularly useful. Yeah. I thought, okay, this is going to be the type of puzzle where I need to go away, find what I need, and then come back. Right. Which, yes, you can. But if I had just gone through the next row, I would have found the Morse thing. Obviously, you're going to pull the Morse code out of. Right. So, no, I had to come back for it. Yeah. Now, I liked all these books. They were, they were full of like little information things. There was some sh short stories or chapters from stories. Um, yeah, with the Morse code one, they even had like a little bit of Morse code in there. And that just says, use Morse, of course. <laughs> and that's the only thing that I've got written down in my notes <laughs> today. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like this room. I like this. I like, I like this kind of stuff. Climbing around... It works well. I'm not sure I enjoy it that much, though. Especially when you're having to sort of go back and forth. Mm. It does work pretty well, though. The highlighted white circle that appears, clicking on that, knowing that you've clicked on the right thing. It's not a guess point and click, which, I mean, most point and click, you click on it and hope that it works. Yeah. This one isn't quite like that. You're going to get up to the windmill lighthouse mm -hmm. and you go inside there's a broken morse machine that you can take a clothes hanger from but i'm not sure if you can do it at the beginning no nah, not not now because i think they even make a joke joke about it later on that when you do get to collect it she's like oh it wasn't even attached after all <laughs> you're gonna go upstairs there's going to be a very tricky eight position light puzzle you have to shove the crystals through to get them horizontal. Took me a while. I got right down to the last, like the top left section of it, and I just couldn't get those two to sync up properly. It took me a while. Took me a while. Both sides. It's basically the same mechanic for the top and the bottom. Yeah. And I had the same problem where I would get three of them. Mm -hmm. and One would be out of sync. Now I've got to mess them all up to get it back again. Yeah. What really helps, though, is understanding that much like, I think, any of this kind of puzzle in this game, it works in a very similar fashion in the fact that whatever one you click, it's going to move that one plus the two connected to it. Yeah. The light puzzle from the photography worked the same way. The edge ones, because they only touch one, they're only going to move those two. Mm -hmm. That does help a lot. And the fact that that's consistent through the game is actually quite nice. Didn't totally help me. Still took me a while to get this one. And when I saw it, I let out a groan of disappointment. Like, oh, again? We've done these puzzles <laughs> yeah. already, but okay. Get that. And now... It's time to ask for uh, cake and tea. <laughs> Did you do that? Of course. Yeah. Um, totally skip that part. 
yeah, so the guy, and hang on. So if you Morse code down, so he's like, what, what do you need? And you're like, uh, and then you, you you Morse code back T, and he's like, no T, no power. Um, and then if you say that you need cake, then he takes his notebook and scribbles and, and holds it up. He says, I ate the cake. <laughs> <laughs> there is that flyer on the wall that gives you those particular words, right? Yeah. As well as SOS. However, I didn't do SOS because I didn't notice that poster. So the first thing I said was help. Mm -hmm. And that also worked. All right. Okay. I didn't even find the poster, but I just typed in SOS because it's the only thing that I know in Morse code off the top of my head. So, um, and then it's triggered the next part. So, but I just didn't know what to ask for. And, I said, and then eventually I found this thing with, yeah, tea, cake, and rope. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I knew to ask for rope because of the poster. Yeah. Thank goodness they put that there. I wouldn't have quite known. I think she says something about what she needs, but it was very fast that I missed it. Yeah. And it's like, it's not the easiest. Uh, contraption to use. No, it was kind of a pain. <laughs> Definitely something that was better on mobile again. I sorry, it's like like a broken. I sound like a broken record, but because you just held it with two thumbs, you just held it down, held the other one down, let it go, let it go. Using your mouse to hold it down uh, was tricky. It definitely took some use, uh, especially for like the like some of the longer letters that had a dot, a dash, a dot, a dash, like four four bits of code in it. Quite hard. Yeah. And a big part of the problem was you couldn't reset the word. So you basically have to leave and come back and start over again. Yeah. If you really messed up and you knew you messed up a letter, you could just let it go. If you had more than four dots, yeah. it would just erase it. But there were so many times I was close. I was really close, but the timing was just off and it would turn into a dot or a dash, the opposite of what I wanted. Yeah. Now I've got to start over again. And part of this was after I got him to launch over the rope, mm -hmm. I wasn't exactly sure what to do next. I missed the arrow saying that I could walk around the top. When I was looking at the Morse thing as it was happening, I could see there was a telescope and another area, but it wouldn't let me click on it from there. Mm -hmm. And I just missed that triangle saying, yes, you can leave this section. I don't think it appears until he shoots the, the rope, to be honest, uh, because I don't think it was there. Um, maybe check we'll, we'll, when we put the video up, maybe check the video. But I think that red arrow only appears after he shot the rope. So, and, and I didn't know that I could go outside either. So I was climbing again back around to the library and back up. Mm. Where is this thing? There's another issue here, though, and it's time that I get into this one, where when he shot it, the whole screen outside of that character and what he was shooting turned black. I didn't see where it landed. Oh, okay. As well as <laughs> when I went down into the lighthouse area again with the broken Morse machine, well, there was a similar problem, and also... I had an additional problem where if I tried to leave the lighthouse down the bottom, it wouldn't let me. And if I tried to leave out the top, Lumi would climb out the top and I, the player, was just stuck in this room and oh, couldn't no. click. <laughs> okay. Major bug. And it was twice I had to kind of go out and come back in. Did you have to solve the whole puzzle all over again with a mirror? Not with 
the lights. The lights are already done. No, but you had to do the, more, to do the Morse code all over again. Did you have to shoot the rope again, probably, did you? Actually, I don't think I did. Oh. I, I think it was okay, but there for a few minutes, I was worried I wasn't going to be able to finish mm. the game. Or that I'd have to start completely over from the beginning. Right. I was quite worried. And there was a whole section, again, right around here where I could see Lumi walking around, but the whole area was black. Right. And that you can't have. No, no. <laughs> I think this is the only real section where that was a problem, though. Mm-hmm. But it was a scary problem. I didn't like that. But I didn't know where the rope landed, so I had no idea. So I was just wandering all over the place. And then again, another walkthrough to go, oh, I can go out there? Okay, let me go back. I had already grabbed the coat hanger because I knew from, I mean, spoiler for no way out, but (laughs) (laughs) coat hangers are apparently great for zip lining. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Something something really bugs me about that lighthouse, though, um, is there's a cabinet next to the where you get the coat hanger from. Yeah. And when you when you go to open it, it just says it's locked, and as far as I know, I couldn't find a key for it. I never opened it. How did you not find the key? There's a key right in the desk where you do the Morse controls. No. What was in the, what was inside it? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, there <laughs> is something, but it's, as far as I know, not helpful to the game at all. There's a blueprint inside. Ah, uh, I wish I'd seen that. That's probably it's just the, maybe just a little. You can redo that section. The game is very good about. Yeah, it's got chapters all laid out. Yeah, exactly. So you could do that again. I just don't know how you didn't get it because the number of times I went back and forth to the Morse thing and accidentally clicked on the empty drawer. Right. No. <laughs> that's how I'm like, how did you miss it? Because I just kept fumbling into it over and over again when I didn't want to. Finding the key. In that moving apartment block was was quite hard though. Yeah, and we're gonna get to that. That hitbox was hard to to, to 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 locate. We need to get to the so we zip line down to the diner. Diner, which is beautiful. This this whole area is amazing to look at. Again, that metal yeah just looks so great. You've got the post boxes. You go inside the diner. It's just a little. Diner. Yeah, it just looks nighthawks, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You've got the pinball machine. You've got the generator that doesn't quite work. And I thought I could use my lemon here, but no. No. You've got the sad postman who can't mail his letters because something's gone weird with them. You've got the diner boy who kind of has a crush on Lumi. <laughs> and the fact that they work together, it's kind of cute. I wouldn't mind they do something with that in another game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we need to go up to what you've already said is very frustrating, a jigsaw puzzle of placing the metal pieces into the solar collector. Yeah. Took me a few tries. I mean, I foolishly left this area because I had to go, I think I had to go for dinner or something like that. So I left, I left this area and I had to do this puzzle twice because <laughs> uh, it didn't save. And so second time was much easier but the first time one thing please let us know what pieces we've used yeah that would definitely help if there was a check mark system because i was constantly picking this one up to go did i use that one already and watching where it came from so i could put it back yeah because i didn't even realize that it was removing them from the actual panel because i was i because I, a you know, they're all really obscure shapes well most of them are and so 
I I was just focused on this part over here. Like I want to get something that fits in there, and so yeah, I put I click on it and drag it in. I wouldn't realize it. Oh, I've taken it off of there. I mean, the game does have all the pieces, the shapes, the outlines of of everything, but the scaling. There's the, the one part right at the bottom that's a long line with a thing. It looks like a really thin Tetris block with like a little bit on the end, but when you actually take it out and place it. It's gigantic, you know. It's huge. It's really out of focus. Not out of focus. Like the what am I trying to say? Like the size. It just looks like a, the wrong size almost. It's giant. I do like that they gave you the outline of the shapes. You didn't just have to try to guess. Yes, sir. <laughs> I think having a checkmark system would have also told me that I only have one of each. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I could get two squares mm. or something like that. Because there was some points where I thought I needed two squares, especially. But you do that, and now the pinball machine works. Mm -hmm. Love the pinball machine. It looks great. It was a really stumper of a puzzle. Like, it really got me for a while. Oh, I need to get the jackpot. Okay. I got the first jackpot. No, the other jackpot. <laughs> One thing that I would have liked for them to do was, I appreciate the arrows going down and showing you how to get to the first jackpot, but there's another arrow that goes from the first jackpot into the second jackpot. Maybe there's a way to do both, but I didn't find a way to do both. You mean at the same time in one yes. go? No, I didn't find that either. And the way that the line went made me think that they're supposed to be. So for a long time, I was under the impression that I had to get both in one go, and I just couldn't make that work. Uh, okay. Finally, just gave up and tried for the second one, and there it was. So I was overcooking the puzzle, but I think that the arrow pathway that they gave you leads to the impression of, oh, maybe I need to do them both at the same time. And it, I just don't think it's possible. Did your pinball actual, the ball glitch out of the machine and get stuck in the, uh, the, 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 the pool or something? I think I had one that looked like that, but it never got in the way. I couldn't, I couldn't click on my thing to like shoot the next ball because it was like jamming the thing. No, I never had that problem. It eventually disappeared, but it was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Get that. That gives you a ticket. The ticket earns a better tea for the postman. Yeah, when I saw that tea, I was like, oh, Justin's going to be grimacing at that. <laughs> it's like licorice Black tea. Black licorice tea oh. and cold. With that, he's going to say, okay, well, now that you've proven you've got a head on your shoulders, I'll let you look at these I'll letters. let you do my job for me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Here is a puzzle I don't think I've ever seen before. I love this Not puzzle. Not quite like this. Each letter is a little bit different. You have a label maker where you have to type in the letters and numbers the of the address. Yeah, yeah. The first one, I didn't understand at all. I understood it was connect the dots. Yes. But I didn't know what I was looking at. I thought I was trying to figure out what the shape was. Like, an antler? Like, <laughs> that doesn't fit in here. I don't understand what's going on. So I moved on to the next one, which I think was the music one. Yeah. And this is pretty straightforward. Look at the weird scale that doesn't match any sort of music scale. Just match the picture to what it should be and type it in. And it's something like piano lane or something. Yeah. So it, it fits. You can start to understand after you get the first one, oh, okay, these names are all going to relate to something I'm looking at, yeah. or they're at least going to be a word. It's not going to be gibberish. Yeah, that dot to dot puzzle, I drew it by hand on a bit of paper just by looking at the screen, 
And I did a pretty good job. And then, but then I couldn't, I couldn't understand what it was. So then I actually, tr- I put a piece of paper on my monitor and I drew it. And then I mm. got, I got the puzzle. And it wasn't until I clicked on it on the thing one more time and realized, oh, you can't actually draw on the letter and yeah. you can do it. <laughs> Which was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> amazing that you can do a connect the dots. Yeah. I love that. The connect the dot ones, you just need to look at the shapes it makes and it gives you the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what was it? 23 Main Street. I knew, I knew Street. 23 New Street or something like that. Yeah. And then you've got the, I think the final one is the periodic table. Yes, that was easy enough. I've even made a puzzle like that for our, our gaps group on Steam. So that was a blast. That was, a, I'm sorry, that was, that was a breeze. Yeah. Post those. I did at first get a bit worried about the fact there was no space, but we had, we need a space. You just click over the space and you don't have to worry about it. This is going to then take us down to. Oh, the spinning house. The spinning house. The diner server says, Oh, yeah. That's the one. That's the address that will get you to the powerhouse. So the spinning house. I don't like the spinning house. Damn you, spinning house. All right. So it's not just me then. Nope. And this game does this a lot is that it won't allow you to click on the other side of the screen. When you can quite clearly get there, you have to go there in little increments. It really bothers me about this game. Like Just let me, I can get there. Let me click on where, where I need to be going. There are a few other problems I have with this puzzle. One is that there are some places where, because they made it physical, it looks like you can actually walk around and get to it, but you can't. There are other times because of the angle of the camera, I don't see a doorway that I should be able to see. The instructions of there's a wardrobe in the way makes it sound like it's in the way of the door, but it's actually in the way of the window, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. There's just a lot there that just didn't seem to quite make sense. What I do love, though, is that they tried to explain the way this puzzle looks through the guy's dialogue in the lounge. Mm. Like the <laughs> He's saying, oh, well, I don't have to worry about weather. It's magic down here. No wind, no rain gets in, so I can leave the whole front just open. <laughs> so that's why you can see the hole open. And wow, wouldn't it be great if we could make use of more space so I can flip my house and now I've got like a whole new room. Yeah. The problem with that, though, is that they haven't done it. There's only one purpose to each room as far as I can see. Yeah, so, oh, now the bathtub's on the ceiling, but there's nothing on the ground. They didn't really seem to take advantage of that. They didn't make a kitchen, which is also a bathroom or something weird. That's kind of missing that would be weird you don't want me pooping in your kitchen <laughs> i know but it's that idea everything is kept up with magnets and hooks like have a pool table above mm, your sure. bed or something that actually fits what you're telling me yeah when you don't have that now you've gave me that explanation and that explanation is not worthless mm-hmm. i didn't like that yeah I found the whole thing just to be a bit confusing. Took me a long time. Took me a while to find. I got the nails real quick. Yeah, me too. And then I couldn't get up to the top of the house to get the hammer. Took me a while to get up there. And then when I got the nails and hammer, I didn't have a clue what I was supposed to be doing. There's one point where I just got stuck. I got to the nails, but then I couldn't figure out how to get back to the beginning again. You slide down the pole, don't you? 
Yeah, and I think that I didn't understand that. So I actually went out and came back in to start the puzzle again. All right. How did I get here? I don't <laughs> know. How do I get back? So I definitely had some real issues with this one. And then the final part of the puzzle of you have to hammer above you, it just didn't feel right. Like Those better be some really long nails if you're nailing a wardrobe to the floor through the ceiling underneath it. It just didn't... I hated it. Yeah, okay. So I think that we agree that was probably the worst overall. I mean, that's that whole level is just that one. As far as level, like that one just doesn't work for me. I love the idea. As soon as I knew it was a spinning house, I was Mm. like, yeah, this is great. I love these kind of things. But this one, I didn't. Tired me out real quick. Mm. Yeah. Well, you're going to get the key then. And from there, you can get into the power station. Mm. You have to get up the turbine, which this angle is a little awkward. Yeah, especially when you're clicking on the rooms right at the very top. I I was like, okay, by the time we get to level three, we'll get an angle change. Nope. (laughs) No angle change. The first one, I love the fact that the technology leveled up with each one. Right. The first one is punch cards. I like the punch cards. It took a long time to do. Yeah. I like like this just for the initiate self-destruct. Oh, sorry. That's not available right now. I was wondering what would happen. There are no achievements for that game. I don't think there's correct? any achievements for the game at all, no. Because I was sure that that would be an achievement yeah. if there was going to be one. I love the idea of the punch guards. They take a while to do, but I, I love the actual punching. The sound, the sort of... Feel of it. Yeah. yeah. Feels real. And so that was good, being able to put it in. You've got a few different clues as to what the password might be. I put in chess. Mm-hmm. I put in birds. And then I tried Mary, which is the actual one. You seem a bit I was, upset about this one. Because there's no, there's no, that's just guesswork, man. That's not a puzzle. There's no, there's nothing that really, there's no underline, there's no bold, there's no like, oh, if you forget my password, it's, it's uh, it give, no, nothing to hint. There's a whole thing about birds. And like you said, chess, there's a bunch of birds with weird symbols in there. And yeah, I get that that's a red herring, but. I was trying different names for birds, parts of names. I I, I just lost focus. And it was like, <laughs> I just went to the birds. I mean, having the name Mary as the puzzle, as the password, it doesn't make sense. It works for me. Here's the thing. With the punch card, you only have so many rows five that you six, can yeah, use. Like that, isn't there? I think it's like eight, but most of the bird names were really long. Mm. <laughs> Looked at the cover and I thought, oh, it's going to be the bird that's on the cover. But that name was way too long to fit mm-hmm. on the punch yeah, card. Yeah. So that's where I started to go with shorter words that I could do. Yeah. There weren't that many clues. If you avoid the bird names, I hit the three that I think that you would most likely do. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with it, but maybe I don't have a problem with it because I got it pretty quickly. This feels like a find the password puzzle, though. I mean, not really a puzzle. It's just, here are some hints. What could it be? I like this better than the tape puzzle. It breaks its own rule. At least it did for me. What's the rule? The rule is you can't, when you loop it around, if you block off where the tape goes in at the end, when you bring the tape down, it has a big X over it going, no, no, you can't do that. (laughs) Well, it breaks physics. It doesn't break its own rule. It breaks physics. But uh, but no, no, it does because it has an X on there. 
and says, you can't do that. Oh, okay. But I solved it by doing that eventually. I, 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 I crossed, I, I had the, the tape go all the way to the right, up and around, and then all the way around the back, and then come back down, and it went through it this time. And you had them crossing? Yep. <laughs> I did try that just to see if it would work a few times. It does work. Uh, I could not, however, find the solution that you did. My solution actually did work with... Without crossing it Without over. crossing. I couldn't find one that I'll, way. I'll send you the picture of mine. Mm. I took the picture. I took that screenshot because I was worried if I ever had to do this again. Right. I wouldn't be able to. It's, again, a lot of trial and error. A lot of, well, maybe I need to loop it around this way. And each disc is a different size. So that... It's a lot of variables to play around oh, with. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, there's only a four or five slots or six slots where you can put those tape things. I like the idea of it. You run the tape over the line. It reads the code. But yeah, it took, took it wasn't, I'm not going to lie and say it was easy. Yeah. Then our third puzzle in this part is the projector where we finally get to use our lemon. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which I knew right away as soon as I saw it. Here's where the lemon goes. Boop. Yeah. Okay, yep. but now what do I do? I just click on things to place the pins. I just followed the line, just like, okay, here, it goes here, yeah. it goes there. And, yeah. Luckily, on there, it does say A to A and B to B, because I wasn't sure if I was meant to go A to B and then A to B the other direction. Mm -hmm. I also found that there were just some times where I didn't quite understand how the pegs went in. So you sort of have to click the halfway point between yes, the two. That's right. And there were some times where I was clicking on the hole and it wouldn't go the direction I wanted to. So I thought, oh, well, on that hole, it only goes this direction. I was overthinking it because I just didn't understand how to place them. Once I understood how to place them, it became a much easier puzzle. Yeah. You get to watch a film about, oh, if there's an emergency, if the... I guess oil dries up. Mm -hmm. Here's what you do. You get out of town, pack your things. <laughs> yeah, Don't worry about away. the people. You'll be too far away before they can sue you. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah. You get at the end the code to get into the final door. Go through there, climb up on the most rickety long ladder I've ever seen. Yep. And there's granddad. I'm right at the top of the ladder. Mumi, I'm so proud. I've been watching you the whole time. You got good eyesight, Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa, why didn't you climb down in all this time? <laughs> Did you want to see me? There are many other ways you could have figured out how to get out of here. But no, you're going to hang up here and wait for me to get to you. He's probably too scared to climb down. I would be. I'm terrified of heights. But here, Lumi says, why didn't you tell me all of this stuff? And he says, well... I told you I have a story to tell. Let me tell you. And boom, in the credits, you get Grandpa's story. Yeah, it's great. It's a great way to do the credits. I love the credits. At first, I didn't realize what was going on. And then I saw the pictures. And I went, oh, isn't that cute? They're showing stuff from his past. And then I realized, no, they're actually telling the story. This mm. is him kind of finding this place or being stuck in this place and starting to make things work. And we start to see the different areas and that, what he did to them to make them work. I love it. Yeah, it's great. And the oil company comes along and then messes it all up 
and yeah, trades him as what is his handyman cap for the the hard hat. He's not he's not the handyman anymore. He's the the oil worker, or whatever. Yeah, it's great. I, I like it. Um, and I think it ends with Lumi getting the handyman hat. Yeah, she yeah she takes over from him. I guess it's really great. I love that. I love overall this world. I love playing in it. I love exploring it. Each section, even the spinning house, though I didn't like it, it looks great. Like they all look great. <laughs> exactly. You can't. You're like, God, I hate this puzzle, but oh, it just looks so pretty, though. <laughs> <laughs> There's just something incredibly fun about this game, and it made me very happy to play, even when I was frustrated. I think that I, I mean, I like I like what the game's trying to say, and it says it throughout the whole thing is reduce, reuse, recycle. You know, like the whole thing is all about renewable energy and oil, oil companies are bad and solar power is good. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I like I, I like that whole kind of thing, like don't depend on oil. I like how this one, it's not preachy about it. Yeah. It's just part of the story, mm-hmm. but it's there. Not many stories pull that off. They often tend to be very heavy on message. Right. And maybe a bit light on story, or the message kind of gets in the way of the story. There are some that can, and it's very nice when you can find one like this. That it's fun, and it throws it in there. You're aware of it, but it doesn't get in the way. Yeah, the game just allows you to make what you will with it. Like, there's a solar panel here. No big deal. Yeah, great. Yep, gaps for the more gaps created. <laughs>